This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. If you've been thinking that inflation is a temporary problem that will soon go away, think again. An expert says inflation may continue to impact the day-to-day expenses of Americans for years to come, not to mention our retirement contributions and emergency savings. When it comes to emergency funds, we saw that 68% of Americans said that they're saving less for emergencies because of inflation. Then, could the familiar AM radio be disappearing from car dashboards? It's already happening with some makes and models. The idea that AM could be dropped or radio in general could be dropped from car dashboards would have been anathema not that long ago and it's got a lot of broadcasters quite worried those two stories and more are ahead on this week's info track the show begins right after this info track the weekly show with information you should know here's your host chris Whitting. Recent economic trends seem to show that inflation is decreasing, but it's not going away anytime soon and may continue to impact Americans for years to come. With more, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Sarah Foster is an analyst at Bankrate.com. Sarah, the main point in the column you recently wrote was that even though inflation may be cooling, consumers may feel the pain for years to come. So let's talk about some of the specifics you wrote about. Explain how emergency savings have been affected by all of this and why that might be a lingering problem. I think this is really the key point is that cooling inflation might not be enough to fully heal the scars that inflation has brought on to Americans' finances. And when it comes to emergency funds, inflation is making the prospect of saving for those unexpected expenses even harder. We saw that more than two-thirds, which is 68% of Americans, said that they're saving less for emergencies because of inflation. And I think when you're kind of wondering, you know, the question why that is, it's likely because more than half of Americans say that their income hasn't just kept up with rising prices. And also on the topic of saving, there's really no great place to put your money at this point because cash that goes into a bank, the money begins to lose buying power almost immediately. And obviously in the stock market or crypto, there are risks involved there. So do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I think Americans are actually coming up on this great opportunity now with inflation, hopefully falling from that massive high of 9.1% in June, where the payouts at non-traditional high-yield online savings accounts offering yields that are 17 times the national average, and pretty soon they could be even higher than the overall inflation rate. So while it is true that Americans who keep cash on the sidelines might face the idea that their money simply is losing purchasing power to those rising prices, it's creating this new opportunity as the Fed has started to raise interest rates. You also write about the fact that Americans may be delaying retirement contributions. How common is that right now? Well, we're actually seeing that more than half of Americans say that the reason why they didn't increase their retirement contributions from the previous year all has to do with inflation. And we did some calculations at Bankrate to kind of illustrate how much this could cost someone down the line. And even if you were someone who was, say, 25 years old, maybe you faced those rising prices, you saw that your income wasn't keeping up, you had to find somewhere to cut back, so you chose to stop investing for retirement altogether. 
Even if you delayed saving for retirement altogether for three years, by the time you were 70, you have likely missed out on pretty close to $200,000 in potential earnings. And of course, that's assuming 8% annual returns and contributions worth $2,400 at any other point that you're investing. We're talking with Sarah Foster, analyst at Bankrate.com, and we're discussing a recent column that Sarah wrote that explained why, even though inflation may be cooling, consumers may feel the pain for years to come. I think this next point is a very common myth about inflation. People who've never experienced inflation think that when it eventually cools off, prices will go back down. But talk a bit about that and how the price of goods may go in one direction and the price of services may go in the opposite direction. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it kind of goes back to Econ 101 if you've ever had to take a class like that. When we talk about cooling inflation, economists like to say that refers to a term called disinflation, but that's different than deflation, which is when prices fall. So what you could start to see is that even though price increases are slowing and reaching a much more sustainable level, they aren't necessarily getting any cheaper than they were pre-pandemic. In fact, you know, had the pandemic not occurred, prices likely wouldn't have risen this much by this point in time. And what I think that shows is that Americans, even if their pay does catch up eventually, which is the hope, they could be still feeling the pinch of inflation, at least in some corners of the economy. And of course, as you mentioned, those are likely services, but Anyone who fills up their car at a gas station regularly, you know all too well, you've lived through it, that the prices of goods, energy, food, all of those tend to be volatile. So if anything is likely to get cheaper, hopefully at the end of the year, it would likely be those first. Credit card debt and the increasing cost of car loans have also been in the news recently. Tell us what your thoughts are on those two fronts. I think kind of happening tangentially along with the rising prices is this rapid run up in interest rates because of the Federal Reserve's quest to hopefully cool inflation. And when it comes to credit card rates, we've actually seen those hit record highs week after week. And most recently, in a bank rate survey of credit card lenders, we saw that rate hit 20.21%. And so for Americans, you know, who are carrying credit card debt around with them, they're likely having to turn to their credit card more often because of inflation, as we've seen through this recent bank rate survey. But they're also likely going to be spending more time paying that balance off. And according to a separate calculation that we did, that could take up to 25 years if you could only afford to pay the minimum payment. But when it comes to auto loans, a lot of times what impacts your monthly car payment even more than the interest rate on those auto loans is the price of the vehicle that you purchase. And of course, the first place where we saw inflation surge was on the nation's car lots. Sarah, in your column, you offered eight tips for getting your finances back on track when inflation has been weighing you down. We don't have time to cover all eight in depth, but maybe you can just run down a few of the most important talking points there. Sure. And I think what's really important to remember is that hopefully these adjustments that you've had to make because of inflation, they won't last forever. We do know that 88% of economists in our survey say that inflation is likely to keep decelerating this year. But I think when prices are high, what that really underscores for Americans is the necessity to be hyper aware of your budget. And so that comes down to maybe even having a once a week date with yourself where 
you go through all of your purchases line by line, see what you're often funneling your money toward, maybe compare that with the national inflation rates from the Department of Labor and see if you can identify places that make you extra fragile to inflation. Ultimately, the goal here is to identify your own personal inflation rate because we don't all experience inflation in the same way and hopefully help eliminate some of those purchases that have maybe made you pay more money than others down the line. Sarah Foster, analyst at Bankrate.com. Thank you very much for joining us today. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, AM radio faces a challenge by automakers. That story coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this.